But the hour cometh. And now is. When the true worshipers shall worship Him or shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. For the hour cometh and now is. For the hour cometh and now is. The hour cometh, but it's now. Jesus said, for the hour cometh, and now is. It's here. It's here. For the true worshipers. Time to get up by them old dead graves. Time to shake yourself loose. Time to come alive in the Holy Ghost. Time to start confessing who you are in Christ. Hallelujah. Time to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Hallelujah. I said it's time to put on the Lord Jesus. It's time to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make ye no provision for the flesh to fulfill your desires. It's time to put on Jesus. It's time to put on Jesus. It's time to put on Jesus. It's time to confess. I'm redeemed. I am newborn. I am changed. I am transformed. I am renewed. I will no longer be conformed to this world. Because I am being transformed by the renewing of my mind. I will no longer be conformed to this world because I am being transformed by the renewing of my mind. My mind is being transformed. My mind is being transformed. I am being renewed in the spirit of my mind. I am being renewed. I am being renewed in the spirit of my mind. Though this outward man perish. Uh, this inward man is renewed day by day. Uh, day by day. Uh, I am renewed in the spirit of my mind. Uh, day by day I am renewed. Uh, I am being renewed in the spirit uh, of my mind. I will not be conformed uh, to this world because I am being transformed uh, by the renewing of my mind. Uh, I will not be conformed to this world. Uh, I will not be bound by fear, sickness, sin, uh, disease, depression, I will not walk in fear and unbelief. I will not be fashioned after this world because the same mind that was in Christ Jesus is now being revealed in me. It is now being revealed in me. It is now being revealed in me. I am being changed. I am being transformed. I am becoming a new creature in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. I heard the Lord speak to me today. He said, if thou canst believe. 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 That greater is he that liveth in you. The greater is he that liveth in you. Greater is he that liveth in you. 
If thou canst believe that greater is he that liveth in you than he that liveth in the world. Where do people's problems come from? The carnal mind. You don't fear in your spirit, man. You don't doubt in your spirit, man. You don't worry in your spirit, man. You don't fret in your spirit, man. You don't get discouraged in your spirit, man. You don't get depressed in your spirit, man. You get, that comes through the carnal mind. That comes through the carnal man. And the carnal mind is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. For there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of spirit and life that is in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak in the flesh. God sending His own Son in the likeness of of sinful flesh and for sin uh, condemned sin in the flesh uh, that we might become uh, the righteousness of God through him uh, through who through Jesus uh, I am becoming the righteousness of God uh, through Jesus Christ why uh, because he lives in here uh, he's come in he's taken his abode uh, and I've taken the lid off this thing uh, I said I've taken the lid off of him uh, and I can do all things uh, through Christ which strengtheneth me uh, I can do all things through Christ uh, which strengtheneth me. Uh, for greater is he that liveth in you uh, than he that is in the world. Uh, I am more than a conqueror uh, through him that loved me. Uh, I am more than a conqueror uh, through him that lived first loved me. Uh, hallelujah. For whatsoever is born of God uh, overcometh the world. Uh, for whatsoever is born of God uh, overcometh the world. Uh, Anybody in here born of God tonight? Anybody in here born of the Spirit of God? It is time to overcome the world. What is in the world? The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. In the world you have tribulation. In me you have peace. But be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith, even our what? Even our faith in God, our faith in Jesus. I got somebody praising. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. For I believe God that it shall be, even as it was told me. For I believe God. For I believe God. For I believe God. For I believe God. That greater is he that is in you. Than he that is in the world. For I believe God that I can do. And that I will do. I can do all things through Christ. Which strengtheneth me. Hallelujah. For I believe God that I am more than a conqueror. Are you conquering tonight or are you being conquered? Are you the victim or the victor? 
Hallelujah. Are you the defeated or the defeator? Hallelujah. I'm not the victim. I'm the victor. I'm not the defeated. I'm the, I'm the defeator. I'm not the conquered. I'm the conqueror. I'm not the weak. I'm the strong. I'm the strong. I'm the strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. Strengthen ye the weak hand and confirm ye the feeble knee. Hallelujah. Why y'all been singing Frosty the Snowman? I've been singing How Great Is My God. Hallelujah. I just had to throw that in there. Don't you love Jesus? I said, don't you love Jesus? I'm fixing to start in Isaiah 35. Y'all can stand, sit, run, shout, jump, dance, roll over. Just don't play dead. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I feel life. I told my wife the other day, I said, I started talking about a quickening in January 2008. Any of y'all remember when I started talking about a quickening of the Holy Ghost? Any of y'all remember when I started talking about a quickening of the Holy Ghost? What did God say that was going to do? What Make what alive? The Word that was in us was going to come alive. Was going to come alive. The quickening of the Holy Ghost. Everybody wanting the Holy Ghost to fall and they want to shout and talk in tongues. Not me, buddy. I, I want what is in me to come alive. I, I want what God's been putting in me for 38 years. I want it to come alive. I, I want to become a living epistle, a lively stone. I, I want to become the living Word of God in action. I, I want to walk as He walked, talk as He talked, do as He did, speak as He spake. I, I want to be flesh of His flesh, bone of His bone, faith of His faith. Healing of his healing, miracle of his miracle, hallelujah, exploit of his exploit, hallelujah, as he is, so are we in this present world. If thou canst believe, if you can believe what I'm fixing to preach to you, I tell you what, I ain't going to preach, I'm going to teach. I'll teach you, then I'll preach to you. I'll teach you what to do, and then I'll preach to you to do it. How's that? People have been preached to for years to do things, but they haven't been taught how to do them. Woo! Isaiah 35. Mm-mm-mm. My God, I feel the goodness of God running up and down the avenues of my soul. If y'all would just go back and take what God has spoken in this church. My God, what was it? May? Somewhere in there? I told y'all I was praying for my sister on the phone. Got through praying for her and the voice of the Lord. Just like an explosion exploded in here. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, The Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in His wings. And I've been telling y'all for months now, something's coming. It's on its way. Something's coming, deliverance, a move of God, a great visitation. I've been telling you, children, get ready. God's been telling us, get ready. The Lord spoke to my mother in June in the minister's meeting. She come back and starts saying, get ready, get ready, get ready. I didn't hear what she said. God spoke to her the other night. Will God speak to you the other night? 
Stand up against the devil. What did God tell us? He said, you ain't fighting for this. You ain't, you ain't fighting for this. You ain't taking these prophecies. You ain't taking the Word of God. You ain't taking God at His Word. You ain't believing. You gotta believe. 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 Let every man be a liar and let God be true. I don't care what people say about me. I have been called everything under the sun. I've been called every kind of trash, every kind of no good, low down compromise and reprobate uh, that there is did it change the word of God in my life not one bit uh, let God uh, let every man be a liar uh, and let God be true uh, hallelujah for if you believe not shall uh, shall it make the word of God in none effect uh, no sir okay whether you believe or not whether you believe or not ain't going to stop the word of God it ain't going to stop the move of God. It ain't going to stop the fact that I am has come down. He ain't coming down. He has come down. If y'all want to live in the past and in the future, go ahead. I'm living in it right now. Y'all hear what I said? Well, Brother Matter, I know God's going to. That'll get you a spiritual pop right on your lips. When I know God's able, when I believe God will somewhere, throw it right now. God's people have walked in this old religious mess for so long, they can't put God in the right now. People don't have the faith to put God in the right now. They don't have, uh, they don't, they don't have what it takes to, to put him as the I am. Everything with God is the I was or the I'm going to be. It ain't the I am. It ain't the I am. I remember when God told me. God spoke to me and said, I am that I am. He said, I'm not the I was. And he said, I'm not the I'm going to be that I'm going to be. I'm not the I was that I was. He said, I'm the I am that I am. Right down there in that tent in 1998, Sister Pat in Collinsville, Alabama, I was walking behind the tent, and God spoke to me and said, if you will believe me, he said, I will be God to you just like I was to your forefathers. He said, I will be the God of Abraham. I will be the God of Joshua. I will be the God of Moses. I will be the God of Elijah. I will be the God of Peter. I will be the God of Paul. He said, if you'll believe me like they believe me, he said, I'll be God to you just like I was to them. 1998, 11, 12, going 12 years ago now. God ain't doing this thing in a corner. <laughs> Woo! Well, but matter, I just don't believe it. Help yourself. Knock yourself out. You're not believing ain't gonna cause God to bat an eye at you. He gonna breeze right on by you. He's going to find somebody that dares to believe him. Well, Brother Meadow, you know I'd, I'd get in there with you and I'd, I'd serve God, but uh, I, I'm worried about what folks will say. Well, God, have mercy on your poor little old heart. If they call the master of the house Beelzebub, if they call my Jesus the prince of devils, 
what they're going to say about you. Man, all night Thursday night, I wrestled with the Lord. I mean, I wrestled with the Lord and the Scriptures in the book of Acts. just kept coming to me, and I still ain't run down what I'm looking for. But all night Thursday night, I wrestled about persecution fixing to come on the church. And people better get themselves ready. You talking about getting your house in order. Ooh. Hallelujah. Taking God at His word and daring to believe. I said daring to believe. God fixing to put this old world in a, in a world of hurt. I mean, He fixing to put it in a world of hurt. Now I can stand here and tell you, I've, I've told y'all things. Some of y'all thought I'd lost my mind. Didn't know what I was talking about. But y'all seen God brought them to pass. Hallelujah. Isaiah 35. Will you start with verse 1? Man, I'll just pick up where Brother Scott left off. Don't mind the church coming out of the wilderness. Y'all remember that? Well, let's just look right here. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them. And the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. Y'all ever seen anything bloom in the desert? (laughs) I ain't no cactus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Who? Me and you. We're coming out of the wilderness in the desert place. We're coming out. Hallelujah. You might have been an old dry cactus, but you're fixing to bloom like a rose of Sharon. Hallelujah. You're fixing to blossom out like a lily of the valley. Hallelujah. What was that song you used to like to sing, Brother David? He's the lily of my valley. Hallelujah. You're fixing to blossom like a lily of the valley. Glory. And this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do right here. You're going to strengthen ye the weak hands. And you're going to confirm the feeble knees. It's time to strengthen. Hallelujah. I said it's time to strengthen those that are weak. It's time to strengthen ye the weak hand. And tell them old feeble knees quit shaking. God get some strength about you. Quit shaking. Gird up your loins. God get some strength in them old feeble knees. Oh, hallelujah. My God, I feel something headed toward this place tonight. Say to them that are of a fearful heart. Got any fraidy cats out there tonight? Devil might look at you and say, wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Spirit of God's going to look at you and say, hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> Hallelujah. God ain't looking for no wimps. He said, strengthen ye the weak hands. Confirm ye the feeble knees. 
time to get some strength in you, church. Now I'll rephrase that. It's time to let the strength that's in you come out. Time to let it come out. My God, you got this power of life and deliverance and healing. You got He that created the heavens and the earth locked up inside of you and you won't let Him live. Won't let Him come out. Say to them, that are of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. I'm going to tell you something. My God's on the way with vengeance. You hear me? Y'all hear what I'm telling you? I told y'all two years ago. God spoke to me and said, I'm going to make a difference between the righteous and the wicked. Anybody remember that? Said, I'm going to make a difference between the righteous and the wicked. And I'm going to make a difference between them that serve me and them that serve me not. God right now is making a difference between them that serve Him and them that serve Him not. I didn't say them that love him. I said them that serve him. There's a bunch of folks running around saying, I love God. And you're doing just enough to make your conscience not feel bad. Hipper snipper. I would go to church where you preach, Brother Matter, but there's a bunch of hypocrites there. Well, I tell you what, they in church and you out, they're closer to God than you are. didn't feel good, did it? Your relationship is between you and God. It ain't between you and nobody else. If all it takes is a hypocrite to keep you out of the house of God, the devil be sure there's a church full everywhere you go. He'll be sure there's somebody there to upset you, vex you, aggravate you, tear you down. And it's time for me and you, uh, my God, to tell the weak, become strong. Hallelujah. It's time to strengthen the weak hand and confirm the feeble knees. It's time to tell them that got that old fearful heart. Buck up, man. Get a hold of yourself. Y'all listening to what I'm telling you? Y'all listening to what I'm telling you? You can believe this or not. But God started showing me everybody that's done me wrong that hadn't repented of it. Everybody that's done a righteous child of God, done the righteous wrong, ain't repented of it. God said, I'm coming. And I'm coming with vengeance. I'm coming with vengeance. He said, I'm going to set my house in order. I'm going to set my house in order. You said, Brother Ben, I want to go to church where everybody's serving God. Sorry about you. The Bible said the wheat and the tares. Go grow side by side. Same field. The wheat and the tares. Go grow together. The Bible said the tares are the children of the wicked one. You mean devil's got folks in church? Full of it. But the thing about this movie is the wicked ain't going to be able to sit in the congregation of the righteous. The word going to drive you in or drive you out. Move of God going to bring you in or bring you out. But I'm telling you, everything you ain't made right, you better get it right. 
everything you took don't belong to you. You better get it back to who it belongs to. You better get down and repent. Get your sins under the blood. Because I'm telling you, my God's coming. My God's coming with a vengeance. My God's coming with a vengeance. And now is the time that judgment must begin where? Where at? At the house of what? At the house of God. And he said it shall begin with who? The oldest in the Lord. The elders. It's going to begin right here with me in this church. And what I don't have in order, God's going to set it in order. And then he's going to go right through the house of God setting everything in order. If I was you, I'd get it under the blood. If I was you, I'd get it in order. Because my God is on his way. And he's ready to take vengeance. You don't do anything. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. I don't care if it's a white lysine or a big black lysine. Sin, sin. Sin, sin. It's going to uncover you. My God, I, ain't, I, I ain't, wasn't even supposed to talk about that. I ain't even interested in that. I'm trying to get somewhere. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with recompense. Y'all know what recompense is? Payback. <laughs> recompense means payback. God said over there in the New Testament, He told Paul, He said, I'm going to trouble them that trouble you. Go ahead and trouble me. Go ahead and talk about me. Don't care. You know why? Somewhere God gonna trouble you. Better leave God's seed alone. And if you God's seed, you better get things right. Woo! This wasn't nowhere in my thinking. Brother Chad singing that song. Went to the enemy's camp and took back what he stole. I ain't going to the enemy's camp. Spirit of God's going. Here the God's going. Y'all know what I've done to Brother Elder. I got praying for Brother Elder. He missed Sunday service one time to go deer hunting. And I found out about it. He's out there in the tree stand. And I sent him a text message. He opened the text message and it says, Where your heart is. That's where your treasure's at. Where your heart is, I see your treasure me also. Next day he texts me back and he said, I appreciate a pastor and a man of God. He said, I'll tell you where I like it is, no matter how bad it hurts. Next time I seen him, he just kind of hung his head. I said, man, I'm going to start praying for you. 
I said, every time you get out there in them woods and in them tree stands, I'm going to start praying for the Spirit of God to get on you. And you start praising and magnifying God. You won't even be able to deer hunt. He said, every time he gets in a deer stand now, the Spirit of God falls on him. He starts praying and praising and magnifying God. He starts bawling and squalling and shouting and praising God. I'm going to start praying for God to get a hold of y'all. And when you lay in bed at night, everything you've done wrong, I'm going to start praying, Holy Ghost, smite their heart. Smite their heart. Smite their heart. Smite their heart. God, get them in order. Get them in order. If they don't take back what they stole, if they don't apologize for who they offended, if they don't go to the person they upset and say, I'm sorry. It breaks some of your jaws. To say I'm sorry to somebody and truly mean it. This way we try to get around it. Sister, if I've done anything. To hurt your feelings or offend you. I want you to know I'm sorry. No, sister, I know I've offended you. I know I've hurt your feelings and upset you. And I want you to forgive me because you're my sister in Christ. You're part of the body. That's how you make things right. And I'm just using her for an example. There ain't nothing between me and Sister Patty. We're just using, I'm just using her for an example. Quit trying to skirt things. Quit trying to get around your wimpy way of serving God. And buck up and be a full-fledged son and daughter of God. Admit your wrong and do what God said. If you know that you got a brother or sister that's got all against you, you search them out. Well, it wasn't planned, no how. They didn't remember scriptures. Is that not what the Bible said? If you know that your brother has all against you, you leave your gift on the altar. If you offer sacrifice knowing somebody got all against you, you go to them. You leave your gift on the altar, you go to them. You make things right and then you come back and offer your sacrifice. Woo! It's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. Oh Lord, I want you to pour out the Holy Ghost. Well, where am I going to put it? Am I going to put it in between your bitterness, your envy, your strife, your jealousy, your division, your upsetness, your backbiting, your hypocrisy? Where you want me to put it? Sorry, I told y'all the word going to get straight after the first of the year. This ain't me. Spirit of God's on me. I'm telling y'all, Spirit of the Lord's on me. An apostolic ministry lacking under Peter and Paul is now stepping on the scene. You hear what I'm telling you? It's now stepping on the scene. Do you know when persecution hit, the Bible said the disciples were scattered abroad whenever we're preaching the gospel, except the apostles. 
which stayed at Jerusalem and governed the church. The governing body of the church is being set up. All these churches are now fixing to come under leadership. You hear what I'm telling you? I don't care what you call yourself. You name the name of Jesus, believe in the Holy Ghost. If you're a part of what God's doing in these last days, the apostolic ministry, I've seen it. You hear me? I've prophesied of it. I know what God's doing. God told me in 1991 that church is set on the wrong foundation. God never intended for the prophet's ministry to lead the church. And people run around here being led by a prophet's ministry. You're out of order. You're off base. You're in error because the apostolic ministry is the main ministry. I said it is the ministry that went from town to town and city to city and set the churches in order. Set up the elders in the church. Put their word and their blessing on them. Every minister that went out was ordained through fasting and prayer by the apostles and they laid hands on them and sent them forth by the Holy Ghost. And they uh, went back and confirmed the churches uh, and if there was any questions uh, about doctrine uh, they took it to the elders and the apostles uh, which were at Jerusalem right anyhow if I be a servant of the Lord you mark it down a minister like an under Paul and Peter will now step on the scene and we begin to gather these churches that are scattered. We'll begin to gather. The Lord spoke to me last week about a gathering. He said, where I've scattered them, I'm going to gather them. God has scattered people. God done this. Man didn't do it. God done it. Because man was trying to put something together. It wasn't God's time for and now God is beginning to gather what He's scattered. And I had a vision back in, I think it was 99, it might have been 2000, I don't remember. I think it was 2000, the year I hurt my back because I was in the minister's meeting. It's right before we started this church. But I was in the minister's meeting, I went out into a vision, I was on my knees praying, and I saw just acres and acres and acres of ground. And it was bare ground, just bare, just dirt. And every so often I'd see a little patch of grass here and a little patch of grass there and a little patch of grass somewhere else and I saw all these little handfuls of sheep fighting to eat that little bitty stubble of grass and something moved on me in the vision and all I can tell you the Lord hid the rest of it from me but I stood up and I screamed at God and I said no more no more and God spoke to me and said my people are as sheep scattered they have no shepherd God's people have no leaders. They have no nationwide leaders. They have no generals. They have nobody to pull this body of believers together. Everybody doing their own thing. Everybody walking in a big eye spirit. You watch God Almighty. You watch us. You watch the God that I serve bring His people into one mind and one accord. You watch the fivefold ministry which is headed by the apostles. It includes the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. For what? For the work of the ministry. For the edifying or the teaching of the body of Christ. For the perfecting or the maturing of 
of the saints. It's now time to mature. It's now time to be edified. We gotta have this. We gotta have this. You wanna run around and let the cares of life keep you tore up and upset and beat down? Go ahead. You wanna let the warfare of your mind separate you from what God's doing? Go ahead. But I refuse. I will not be denied. 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 Hallelujah. Because I'm going to tell you something. What God is speaking right there, He said then, the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Hallelujah. This move of God is it's on us. It's bringing it in. Look at verse 5 of Isaiah 35. Then the eyes of the blind shall be open and the ears of the dead shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb shall sing for in the wilderness. Where? In the wilderness. In that dry solitary place where we've been shall waters break out. I'm telling you the bright and fiery clouds of the Holy Ghost are gathering. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain and I shall cause bright clouds and I shall give thee showers of blessings. It's gathering. It's gathering. It's gathering. Oh my God, I hear it. I hear it. What do you hear, Brother Matter? There is a sound of an abundance of rain. There is a sound of an abundance of rain. There is a sound. There is a sound of an abundance of rain. Then shall the lame man leap his heart. The tongue of the dumb sing for in the wilderness. Shall waters break out in streams in the desert. For out of your belly shall flow rivers of dead water, stinking water, stale water, water that brings death. My God, this mess flowing out of the church is breeding death. His breeding death, his breeding contempt, his breeding condemnation, his breeding discouragement, his breeding depression, his breeding upsetness and division. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers, streams. Woo! Hallelujah. Y'all not excited yet? Nobody excited? Well, maybe I can excite you up. In the parched ground shall become a pool. In the thirsty land springs of waters. In the habitation of dragons. Where each laying shall be grass with reeds and rushes. Right where, right where the devils walk. Right where the devils ha- inhabit. He said, I'm going to call pools. I'm going to call rivers. Ain't nothing the devil can do about this. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. God said it. 
What did God tell us last year? Lady seen well, was it Sister Adam seen the rock? And said out of it was coming a stream of water. Said it went out of this church and said it every crevice in the ground. Said that water started filling it up. Brother Davis come in here and seen water gushing out of this pulpit. You hear what God's saying? He gotta have somebody to gush out of. I said he gotta have somebody to gush out of. Now, Brother Manor, I don't know if I'm ready, and I shut your mouth. Well, I, I just don't know if I can. I shut your mouth. Well, I just don't think I'm ready. Shut your mouth and dare to believe God. Dare to believe. Anybody in here got the Holy Ghost? Let me see your hands. You got the Holy Ghost? What is the Holy Ghost? Spirit of Christ, Spirit of Truth. Is it in you? Then let it out. Let it live. Let it work. Let it move. For in Him we live and move and have our being. In Him we live and move and have our existence. We exist in Him. Y'all ain't going to hold a lid on this much longer, I'm telling you. You can't. Getting too strong. Man, this thing getting like spiritual jiffy pop. Okay, excuse me. Let me roll it forward about 30 years. This thing getting like spiritual microwave popcorn. Now, y'all, y'all, can y'all relate to that? Poor souls don't know what Jiffy Pop is. It's my generation's microwave popcorn. But we had to put it on top of the stove and shake it. If you didn't shake it, it'd burn. That's why I'm shaking y'all. Don't want nobody to burn. Before they had Jiffy Pop, you just put oil and popcorn in a big cast iron skillet and put a lid on it. Mama's standing there and shake it over the eye of the stove. Over the fire. And had to pull it out of the fire until it got too hot so it wouldn't burn. But you know what happened after that heat got to that stuff and it started popping? Pop the lid off of it. Pop the lid off of it. Jiffy Pop pop up so big the full and pop open on the top. You get microwave popcorn now and man, sometimes it'll pop the bag open. Woo! Heat. Time to get ready to pop. Time to get ready to pop. Well, Brother Matter, I need again. You better hush your mouth so help me God. Quit confessing your infirmities. Quit confessing your weaknesses. He said, let the weak say, I'm strong. Strengthen ye the weak hand. Confirm the feeble knee. Let the weak say, I'm strong. I'm strong. 
I'm strong. Come here, brother John. Come right there in front of me. I'm going to use you for an example. You're next. Stand right here in front of me. I'm just waiting on you. You stand right there in front of me. No, just face him. I'm going And this is Brother John. I'm going to be the Holy Ghost. Brother John got a desire to do something for God. Brother John got a desire to do something for God. Here's a wet blanket here. I want you to tell him what you're going to do for God, and I want you to tell him he can't. Go ahead and tell him what you're going to do for God. Hey, you see what's backing him up? You see what's backing him up? He can do all things through Christ which strengthened him. It ain't him. It's me in him. He got backup. He got reinforcements. He ain't going to put you on the line by yourself. You got reinforcements, man. You got reinforcements. Enemy may see this right here. They don't see this back here. Near me goes walking up. Yeah, can I help you, devil? I'll go sit down. When the Lord appeared to me in 91, spoke to me about the blood covenant, I was in prayer. Then an angel of light appeared to me in Savannah, Georgia. Stood in my trailer after 38 days of fasting, seeking God, a bright white light in the shape of a man, long about daylight. Stood in my eyes. I had a trailer that had two twin beds in it, holiday rambler. And I always put my auto reverse tape player on when I'd lay down at night to pray because I'd listen to the scripture all night. Once I prayed and laid down, I'd listen to the scripture all night long. That's why there's words in me. I'd put it in my spirit all night. And I woke up, and it was just starting to get daylight outside. And I heard a voice speaking, and I thought it was my tape player. But it said, I became a curse for you, that you might be redeemed from the curse of the law. I became a curse for you, that you might be redeemed from the curse of the law. I became a curse for you. I thought my tape player had stuck or something and was repeating, you know, it was cassette. And I rolled over on my arm. And there was a, a figure of a man just lit up like a bright white light was looking at me. And he said, you are redeemed from the curse of the law. You are redeemed from the curse of the law. You are redeemed from the curse of the law. He said, I became a curse for you. You are redeemed. 
from the curse of the law. If they had stoned Jesus, he'd have been just as dead. His blood would still forgive your sin, but you would not be redeemed from the curse of the law. The Bible said, Cursed is every man that hangeth on a tree. And because he hung on a tree, he was redeemed. He became a curse for you to redeem you from the curse of the law. He hung on that tree. Crucifixion is not a Jewish death. It's a Roman death. The Romans had to put him to death to become so he could become a curse for me and you. But he began to talk to me about the blood covenant and about the blood of the Lamb. And I saw the devil walk up to a house and start to knock on the door. Gabriel stepped out of the shadows. Said, Duh, what you doing here, devil? And I seen the devil go, Oh, oh well, hello, Gabriel. Uh, what you doing here? He said, Devil, look above that doorpost. He looked up there and said, What'd you see? He said, The blood of the lamb. Took a step back. He said, Devil. He said, Look on the right side, what do you see? He said, The blood of the lamb. Took another step back. He said, Look on the left side. He said, What do you see? He said, Blood of the Lamb. He said, I think I'll be going now. He said, Devil, you shouldn't have never turned in the driveway. The Bible said, No evil shall befall them, neither shall any plague come nigh their dwelling. You didn't even have any business approaching this house. Didn't have any business. Didn't have any business. We are redeemed. From the curse of the law. Sickness, disease, depression, discouragement, poverty. All these things that the world battles. If you will believe you're made free from them. You're made free from them. You've been redeemed from them. You've been set free from them. Brother Metter, you mean I ain't going to have any? I ain't telling you you ain't going to have no troubles. I'm telling you you will have problems. You will have trials. But I'm telling you if you will hide yourself in Christ. If you will hide yourself in a relationship with Jesus. No evil shall befall thee. Neither shall any plague Come now, thy dwelling flu, measles, mumps, chicken pox, whooping cough, pneumonia, sugar, diabetes, rheumatism, arthritis, you name it. By God, ain't nothing the devil's got. Why, Jesus redeems you. He said, I became a curse for you to redeem you from the curse of the law. And the curse of the law is sickness and disease. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed. And a highway shall be there. And a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. And a highway shall be there. What did John come doing? Preparing a highway. Preparing a highway. Preparing a highway. He said, prepare ye a highway. In the where? Well, wilderness, in the desert. Why? It's where God's people been. It's where the devils run us. Devil, don't you mess with me. I got the Holy Ghost. The devil step up. You basically say, all right, prove it. <laughs> Prove it, buddy. And we start backstepping. Because we ain't got. Let me rephrase that. We don't believe we've got. 
We don't believe we've got. Oh, it's in here. It's in here. If thou canst believe. It's in here. It's in here. You hear me? It's in here. If you can believe, it's in here. Oh, Brother Matter, I know God's doing something. God's going to shut your mouth. You're going to keep God's going to till the devil tears you limb from limb. Well, I believe God and I know God will fight for me. Well, you better tell him, get off the seat and start fighting. Because some of y'all getting the daylight speed out of you. Brother Miller, you really preaching like this? I sure enough am. <laughs> Say, why? I want you to stand up for who you are. I want you to know who you are in Christ. Have I not told you all that for three years now? I've been trying to teach you who you are in Christ. I've been trying to teach you what lives on the inside of you. Anybody ever just look up at the stars on a clear night? Anybody ever done that? Is it mind-boggling what's up there? You ever do that? It's amazing, ain't it? Well, you know that great big God that done all that? It is right here. Y'all hear what I said? I said that great big God that done all that. But we won't use Him. We won't use what He's given us. You know why we won't use what He's given us? We don't believe. It's ours to use. Oh, it's mine all right. It's mine all right. You know why it's mine? Come here, sweetheart. In about a month, we're going to celebrate 28 years. 28 years. She took my name. And everything that belongs to me belongs to her. She can sign that check. Any way she wants to. But, buddy, until she puts that matter on there, it don't carry no weight. But when she puts that on there, she identifies. She's mine. And what's in that bank is mine and it's hers. Why? She was made a partaker of my name. Have any of y'all took on the name of Jesus? Have you took it on? Well, what good's it doing you? Y'all need to get that book out that I got for y'all by Kenyon on the wonderful name of Jesus. 
and you need to reread it and reread it and reread it. And then when you reread it and reread it, reread it. I don't know if when you're reading, if you put one finger in your right ear, if you'll retain what you're reading or not. But pay attention to what you're reading. We have been taught. We have been taught to stand on God's Word. We have been taught that God is making a way for us to walk don't belong to nobody else. He said, there shall be a highway, and it shall be the way of holiness, and no unclean thing. No stranger, no wayfaring man. Ain't everybody just going to come in and get on this highway. That's why I'm telling y'all, y'all better get your house in order. Better get your house in order. That's what the Word says. I believe I got it right. But don't, we'll get it right right here. The highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called... The way of holiness, the unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those. The wayfaring man, though fools, shall not err therein. Ain't nobody outside of this faith. Ain't nobody. Lest they fully taken on the name of Jesus. And are becoming one with Him. The redeemed. You ain't walking on this road. It ain't for you. Devil, get off my road. God said he wasn't going to let him on it. He said, the wayfaring man, the fool, he said, they ain't going to get on this road. And I told y'all back before the first of the year, these people want to bounce in and out of church. Better tell them, get it settled. I'm going to tell you something. God is drawing the line. He fixing to turn to the sinners. These people been in and around church all their lives. They want to bounce in and out and serve God a little bit and go out here and live like the devil and then serve God a little bit and go out here and live like the devil. Door's fixing shut on. Door's fixing shut on. I'm telling you, door fixing shut on. Door fixing shut on. You say, how you know? I know what God told me. I know what God told me. Get that tape on the end of a dispensation and listen to it. See if it don't make perfect sense. Oh, it does. May not be what we want to hear. See, this ain't something man's doing. This is something God's doing. This is something God's doing. God is setting His house in order. I said God is setting His house in order. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up their own it shall not be found there but the redeemed wow shall walk therein God's bringing this into a place devil ain't gonna have no effect on you he said ain't no lion ain't no ravenous beast ain't no demons ain't no devils gonna have no effect on you Gonna be walking in authority, walking in dominion, walking in power. Hallelujah. Ain't y'all ready? Ain't y'all ready? Y'all want another 30 or 40 years what church had been through? 
No, thank you. I'm tired of all these big shot preachers. I'm ready to see a body minister. Now, you're always going to have leaders. But I'm going to tell you something. God's people ain't had no leaders in years. The true body of Christ ain't had any leaders. You hear me? You take it for what it's worth. You go and talk about me any way you want to. God's people have had no leadership. I'm going to tell you something. Leadership don't tear down the body of Christ. It builds it up. Leadership don't tear down the family. It builds it up. It builds it up. True leadership teaches a man how to love his wife and a wife how to love her husband. And a father and mother how to love their kids. Teaches you how to behave yourself in the house of God. We've had no true leadership. We've had no true examples. The lines being drawn in the sand. Being drawn in the sand. God said in that prophecy, He said, I will no longer allow the devil to sift you as wheat. Is that not what He said? But you've got to stand on God's Word and take God at His Word. You've got to take God at His Word. Y'all listen to what I'm telling you? Man, this ain't nowhere near where I was going to go tonight. It's all right. God's hand's in this. God's hand's in this. It's time for somebody to stand up and declare who you are in Christ. And quit letting everything that comes along. Quit letting, letting every little old upsetness and care of life. And Do you not know that the Bible talks about the cares of life choking the Word of God out of people? That they bring forth no fruit to maturity? There's a lot of people that love God, good people, but they will never mature and step into what God's got for them because they let everything that comes along upset them and vex them and tear them down. Don't see that right there? Devil can kiss that. Because I don't care. I'm out to please the Lord. Am I going to offend you deliberately? No, sir. Am I going to hurt you deliberately? No, sir. But if the Word offends you, you suck it up and get it under the blood. You come whining to me. You come whining to Sister Pat and other people in this church that I hurt your feelings. You buck up. You grow up. Somebody makes you mad, you go pray for them. You hear me? Pray for them. Don't go pray for God to kill them. Pray for God to have mercy on them, save them, and help them. Because we don't need to lose one member of the body of Christ. Not one. Not one. Don't need to lose one member. Not one. Everybody's important. You build race cars, don't you? Don't matter how powerful that motor is, how good that transmission is, how good them tires are. But if them lug nuts ain't holding them wheels on, (laughs) 
you ain't going far. You might rev it up and take off, but you ain't going far. And I'm the motor, I'm the transmission. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you something. The ones you're looking around at, you ain't got no use for. They might be the lug nut holding your wheels on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Woo. Ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Woo! Hallelujah. 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 Habakkuk, first chapter. I don't know how far I'm going to get in this. If I don't get through it tonight, I'll finish it tomorrow. The Lord will let me. If he don't, we'll do something different. But I'm having a good time in Jesus. It's after Nahum and before Zephaniah. Does that help you? First, anybody with me? First chapter, fifth verse. Behold ye among the heathen, regard and wonder marvelously. For I will work a work in your day which ye shall not believe, though it be told you. Do you know there's a work being wrought right now that people ain't believing it? People ain't believing what God's doing? Go with me to Acts 13. People ain't believing what God's doing. You try to tell people the way the Holy Ghost fell in here last Saturday night and they can't believe it. You can't tell it. You can't explain it. You ain't nothing you can do. My God, the power that fell in here, the yokes that come off of people, the lives that were changed, the authority and dominion of God has stepped in here. You can't tell people what happened. But it happened. But he said right there, he said, God's going to work a work. He said that people ain't going to believe it. Though you tell them. Y'all remember how great our camp meeting was two years ago? When God moved in this place and man, God started adding souls to this church. People got to hearing about it. And I, I, I got to try and tell people about it and send out some emails about it. And got an email sent back to me. said, well, y'all know how preachers like to exaggerate. I don't believe it. That's okay. You don't have to believe it. I said, you can be just like that Lord on whose hand the king leaned when Elisha the son of Shaphat stood and prophesied in the middle of a famine that about this time tomorrow there shall be wheat and barley sold in the gates of this city in a plenty. And that Lord on whose hand the king leaned said, Oh, God would open windows of heaven. God would have no windows of heaven for that to happen. I don't believe it. Elisha said, you'll see it. But you won't eat of it. And when it happened, he saw it. 
And the crowd trampled him to death to get to the food. You can either see the move of God and miss out on it or be a partaker of it. Woo! Hallelujah! Y'all with me in Acts 13? Y'all do know where the book of Acts is, don't you? Acts 13 and 38. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. And by him all that believe. And by him all that believe. And by him all that believe. <laughs> are justified from all things from which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. Beware therefore lest there come upon you that which is spoken in the prophets. Behold, ye despisers and wonder and perish for our work, a work in your day, a work which ye shall in no wise believe, though a man declare it unto you. People ain't going to believe it. Verse 46. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. Church don't want this. Church world don't want this. So I say by the Spirit of God to the church world tonight, One, nine, two thousand and ten. I say to the church, well, by the Spirit of God, seeing ye count yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, the Spirit of God turns to the Gentiles. The kingdom of God that's been set before this church world, if it can be rent out of their hands, and given to another. Because they wouldn't do nothing with what God had given them. Wanted to live in carnality and live in garbage and live in junk. Get up and shout and prophesy and talk in tongues and go out and live like the devil. Get in church and get on fire for God and fast and pray. Then quit and go out and live like the devil. Thinking they could at any time. Step back into the gifts and the anointings of God. Doors closing. Doors closing. Don't ask me why I'm going down this road. I'm telling you, the door's closing. Get your house in order. If you want to possess and fulfill what God has called you to fulfill, you better get your house in order. Because the Gentile dispensation it started with Paul. It's being brought to a close. And a new dispensation of the kingdom of God, of the mysteries of the kingdom. I was reading the scriptures a while ago, and I'm, I'm fixing to show you. And the Lord began to deal with me. He said, this dispensation is going to unveil the mysteries of the kingdom of God. 
It's going to unveil the secrets that have been hid from our eyes for generations that we won't only know Christ in you, the hope of glory. We will be able to possess Christ in you, the hope of glory. I know what the mystery of God is. Is Christ in you the hope of glory? I have an understanding of the Scriptures. But understanding the Scriptures and possessing what they say is two different things. For so hath the Lord commanded us saying, I have set thee to be a light to the